0: Oh, JJ, I slept so poorly last night. Oh, that sucks. Oh, I'm so miserable. I <laughs> Mitch, just had a Mitch just I, had a
1: bad night, or what? What's going on? Oh,
0: I don't. I'm so sore. I had like anxiety legs. Like, have you ever had like after you do like workout, how your legs are, your mm, your muscles I, just like oh chow. <laughs> yes, and then they just kind of twitch and feel uncomfortable. Uh. My yeah, Mitch is is doing this training thing. So we've been going to this really steep <laughs> this really steep climbing hill. It's mm-hmm. a actually it's a sledding, it's like a, sledding hill. a sledding. A sledding hill. Yeah. And there's three sides to it and his idea of training when he's going to be doing something is to put 30 pounds in a backpack and mm-hmm. then go up and down this hill. So I thought, "Oh, what a oh, great yeah. so idea."
1: I'm in it. Is he training for one of his like hunting Yes, yeah, yeah,
0: Colorado Rocky Mountains. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the first up and down several times he had to tell me all about elevation and I was like, mm. Mitch,
1: stop talking. So wait, like in the Albers house is this like Ugh. is this the idea of like a date like, "Hey,
0: <laughs> hey let's go spend yes. some time
1: together by walking up and down a hill."
0: <laughs> <laughs> trudging. Is that,
1: this is how we do this trudging. is
0: trudging.
1: This is how yes. a, Mitch does it. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. There is a Mediterranean flatbread on the other end of that for me with a beer. <laughs> yes, but I'm exhausted as a result. I'm like, oh. And and then he's always like, come on, one more. Just do one more. And I'm always like, no, I'm just wanting to stay in shape. You are training. It's completely, it's completely not different. the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I feel like I need, I feel like I just really need to lie down. <laughs>
1: Well, you're a good sport for going up and down the, the hill with them
0: so <laughs> I know. many times. It, it is actually a lot of it is a lot of fun. I mean, you know, you kind of get in a mindset. You know, I, having run a couple marathons and mm-hmm. having done stuff like that in my past, there's a mental game that goes along with it, right? Like yeah. your mind has to be just in, as engaged as the as the physicality of whatever mm. it is that you're oh. doing.
1: Yeah. So, uh, some of my like climbing friends, we, uh-huh. we talk about like. This idea that there's two kinds of fun yeah like type one fun which is like let's go to dinner let's go watch a movie it's like it's like very yes. easy recreation and passive, passive okay? and there's type two fun which generally means like the misery is the fun
0: yes right? let's kill ourselves yeah. yeah let's go
1: camp in the woods with no supplies for four days and see if we don't die that sounds like fun.
0: That sounds like a dude decision. <laughs> that is totally a
1: dude decision. Nah. But yeah,
0: exactly. Yes. One of
1: my dirtbag climber friends is a girl, <laughs> and she loves this type two misery fun. Loves Seriously. It. Oh yeah. Yeah. Her name's Natalie. Gosh. She loves it. Natalie is
0: in the mi- minority.
1: She <laughs> so like, Natalie like the last minority. before our last climbing trip. She like went for like a week and like slept in her car. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, no. The <laughs> like answer is no. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we're uh, we're gonna be heading to Alaska soon, and so we're kind of getting excited about you know doing a lot of uh, packing stuff, mm-hmm. and we're getting ready to do the walk, and you know climbing up and down big hills. And mm. he was trying to make me feel better, right, when we're at this major incline going straight up. He's trying to make me feel better by saying. Yeah, but where we are in Alaska, we're like right at sea level, so we're really not that high. Yeah. up. and I was like, it's still a freaking mountain. Yeah, okay, right. it's still a huge <laughs> incline. Uh, <laughs> Just the mind
1: games—it's exhausting. The mind games, exhausting. Well, I think we we end up on the. You and I end up talking a lot about like being tired. I think this yeah. is like a thing in <laughs> yes, both of our yes. lives. Like, it's like every couple months, we have to have a conversation about how one of us is super tired.
0: I know. And it usually starts with this JJ, I've been gone for a long time. I got home. Yeah. I went to bed at seven and I slept all night. <laughs> Melissa, oh, wow. I'm so jealous. I wish I could do that.
1: <laughs> so, I guess if we're, mo- if we're, if we're doing a lot, we end up getting tired, right? Yeah, like we're yes. you and I kind of pop yeah. around a lot and yeah, involve work hard, play ourselves. Hard. Yeah, we'll work hard, play hard. So, uh uh-huh. So yeah, we talk exactly. like we so we talk about physical rest quite a bit.
0: Yes, we do. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think every single conversation you and I have basically starts <laughs> with like what our sleep schedule had been for the week. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like it's like a it's like a contest like, ooh, no, I got I, I got eight hours last night. Ooh, I got nine. got I Nine know. and a quarter.
0: I, exactly. I mean it's kinda like even it's like even when you had babies, right? I feel like it's back to that. It's yeah. like, oh
1: how'd the babies sleep? <laughs> <laughs> but you and I are the babies.
0: We're the babies. We're the babies. I need nine hours. I'm exhausted. I only got six.
1: <laughs> so the other day, just speaking of this topic is yeah. I I saw this this post on LinkedIn oh, about I rest. I know it. And and it was like there's seven types of rest. And I was oh. like oh seven types like oh i only focus on the one type which is yeah sleeping
0: uh-huh. or physical, physical trying to
1: yeah physically yeah. in my bed trying to sleep
0: or or physically trying to not move like oh, yeah. find do, a comfortable right. spot get a magazine and sit just for god's sake sit oh, try yeah. not can't to run that. and go i can't either
1: yeah okay, well maybe that's your a, list
0: is going to help us
1: the number one uh relationship <laughs> <laughs> Problem I have is my inability to sit for even like four seconds. It is, it is comical. I Amber will be like, "Hey, come sit for a minute." I'm like, "Cool." I will like sit for like, I mean, literally like know. Know. seconds. Not, yeah. I can't even get to a minute, and then I'm like, I'm doing something else. Like, <laughs> like oh, I'll sit here, and then I'm like, "Oh, I should go water those plants. I should go," you know? Like it's just that's
0: like, what I do too. And I was exhausted. Like, okay, so last absolute night, squirrel, even, it's ridiculous. When, we're do- when we were doing this stupid hill last night mitch is like oh it's such a beautiful night you know how many people are sitting on the couch watching tv and it's just night the sun's out and and, and (laughs) so there was even like there was even like big judgment happening around (laughs) see we're out doing this physical activity as though there's something wrong with resting right there's nothing wrong with it
1: i saw like another uh where did i see this Oh, I saw this other—I don't know if it's article or where this was—but the other day I saw this statement that was like um, a question. The question was: Are you teaching your children Uh-oh. how to rest?
0: Oh, I feel so guilty already. <laughs> I know.
1: I was just like, oh, I'm definitely. Oh, well, first, like, I'm a little bit like, why would we teach them to rest? They, they need <laughs> They're to gonna do, do, do that
0: when they exhaust themselves anyway. <laughs>
1: oh but that's terrible. It's, it's true like like I don't yes. I do not model mm-hmm. what rest and recovery is at mm-hmm. all I, I mean remember. I basically until I
0: reach failure until I reach some sort of physical oh failure. yeah
1: I like do stuff until like mm-hmm. I basically get like you know sick physically sick right <laughs> we'll talk about <laughs> you that do. later yes, I do. You do I do this thing where you I do. basically exhaust myself until I get sick and then my and then mm-hmm. the sickness is like oh I guess I yeah. can't get out of bed now because right. I have the flu you
0: do that you do that yep
1: we're not gonna <laughs> dive mean... into that Let's. Really? No, oh, we're not gonna talk no we're not gonna we into won't
0: Because get through this other fun <laughs> list that we have darn it I'm hey by, by the way making up making up Melissa next podcast the next podcast <laughs> talk to JJ
1: about it yeah
0: talk to JJ about it <laughs> uh, we've had that
1: episode like three times let's, let's...
0: <laughs> one a year it's okay <laughs> Okay, It's kind of like our Chris Christmas episode and our Thanksgiving episode. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Squirrel and brain, we're back. let's get focused. Okay. okay. And we're back. <laughs> okay.
1: Physical rest. So the list. Let's go through the list. Yes.
0: Okay. Oh, good. you and I, lo- I love a list. You love a li- I, list. Okay. I love a good list. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> so seven types of rest. Number one, physical rest. Ooh. Right. We have okay. covered physical rest. We get yeah. it. Can't
0: do that. Next. Right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Okay. The next Got one
1: it. is mental rest oh right like how oh. often do you take like uh. a mental a mental rest like purposeful mental mm-hmm. rest and wh- like what does that what does that make you think of like what is that what would you do yeah. if you're if i was to say hey melissa you need to take a mental rest what would yeah. you do well
0: two things <laughs> i'm making fun of myself <laughs> the first thing i would do Is I would go right to the theoretical, what's the answer to that? And Mm -hmm. I would say meditation. Right?
1: It seems like meditation meditation is the... Like the number one prescribed... answer. Yeah.
0: Or we've always talked about, like, give yourself a break, go outside, enjoy Mm -hmm. the weather, whatever. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say my real mental rest, if I'm honest with myself when I'm not being really aware or focusing Mm -hmm. much, is I say to myself, oh, I'm mentally fatigued from working or doing this one thing therefore i'm gonna shift to something else that mm. can occupy my mind reading a book for example mm-hmm. <laughs> which takes a lot of mental work to do that too but totally. um yeah yeah so for that, that, yeah
1: for some people probably reading a book is a, a good enough mental rest but yeah i agree with yeah. like i only own like business and, and i know and philosophy books so like to me like getting <laughs> 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 through a deep philosophical book is not a mental rest. No. And Okay, that's true. We all know like our our brains are the mm-hmm. most energy consuming organ we have. The most energy consuming mm-hmm. part of our body is like mm-hmm. our gray matter.
0: Huh? I didn't Did know, you know that, that actually. Yeah. Huh? I didn't know that. Yeah, our
1: brains and uh what's the kind of interesting part of from a uh, physiology perspective is um most animals have much smaller brains than we do right mm, we have mm-hmm. the big the largest brains of all of mammals yeah uh and so that our our energy consumption the amount of energy and calories we need to like produce yep. is way higher mm-hmm. than most other mammals um because not that. because of our size because of our brains
0: that is so i never knew that yeah i never knew that hope well, i'm not see, making there you that go. up <laughs> well, <laughs> nobody look
1: Um, (laughs) pretty sure that's true so the idea that that using our brains on deep thinking activities yeah takes a lot of energy and we need to respect the idea that if we've been thinking all day so many of our jobs nowadays are intellectual worker jobs yeah hundred percent paid to use our brains that Mm -hmm. takes a lot of energy so the idea that you've been using your brain all day yeah you come home and you're absolutely completely fatigued
0: yeah, is exactly.
1: Totally reasonable.
0: Yeah. And and also too, the other way to take a mental to give yourself mental rest is to actually sleep. So even if it's in the middle of the day and you need mm-hmm. fifteen or twenty minutes, it is scientifically proven that it will reset your brain. So oh, it will stop the, whatever momentum the is going for on. Naps. Yeah, naps. exactly right. I don't I never take a nap. <laughs> I feel so guilty if I take but, a nap. But so see, mental see, rest, like, like you're talking yeah. about
1: like, so what can we do? um certainly yeah. meditation you're right is like a very yeah. com- but you know for me like watching tv actually mm. is a good mental rest because it gives me kind of something to focus on especially like mm. so like I like watching Seinfeld which mm-hmm. I've seen all uh, episodes a hundred times right but what that helps me do is like I I, I know what's going to happen in the episode like there's nothing like yeah surprising right. about it
0: but you don't have to stay focused
1: yeah it's like it kept. I can, you know, I I watch it sort of mindlessly, and that's Mm -hmm. kind of the point, right? Right, I'm watching it mindlessly, sort of occupying me enough where I don't want, my thoughts don't wander off to something else, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's sort of known and comfortable enough that it keeps me, like, very um, relaxed.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, not to bring two concepts together at one, but Mm -hmm. do you know that Jerry Seinfeld is a huge meditator?
1: Oh, really? I didn't know that. He's a
0: transcendental meditator, Hmm. yep. And, um, he says, uh, I heard him being interviewed about meditation and it was super interesting. He said that he would never be able to operate all through the years of Seinfeld because he was producing, directing, mm. and he was the lead. Yeah. Um, and he was writing this. Writing it. Yeah. So all of these things together, um, he said, "There's no way that one person normally would be able to do hmm. that," and he attributes his success 100% to meditation. Wow, that's interesting. As he said it kept his mind slow enough so that it could be filtering all the things quickly that he needed hmm. to, to to do. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting, but yeah, okay. All right,
1: note. let's move on, okay. uh, or else we're never going to get through our list. Right?
0: Okay, fine, got it.
1: Next one, number three: sensory rest. Ah. Oh. So we've we had uh-huh. yeah we talked about. Uh, device addiction right Mm mm-hmm yeah but uh things like our phones right yeah that's yeah to me that's like uh sensory input all the time yeah right you're seeing Mm -hmm. new things like you're seeing new things right and hearing we're super like humans are super tuned to like like uh like we're visual creatures Mm mm-hmm so why do you like the instagram feed because it's boom mm-hmm. new picture boom new picture new visual new visual new visual right um, and why do you like the little ding notification on your mm-hmm. phone because it's like boom something new yeah. here for you
0: yeah so right.
1: that sort of sensory stuff but i think uh, sensory sensory input can be like even more than that right like
0: oh hugely yeah if My, you live in right a too. busy
1: city it's loud all yeah. the time that's I noise know. coming in all of the time mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Um, so how do you give yourself a rest from your five senses basically i
0: i think you know um if you think about too, you you'll hear a lot of my women friends will say that the minute they get home from work they change clothes Mm -hmm. and they take all their jewelry off Mm. lots of women will you'll hear women saying that and um and to me you know your skin is your biggest organ Mm. and i think um uncomfortable clothing Mm -hmm. or tighter clothing or too much jewelry weighing you down or you can just feel things on you oh you feel
1: it all the time so you're constantly your body's constantly saying hey this is a little uncomfortable all the time that's tons of sensory input all day long yeah
0: Yeah. so being able to for me like as you talked about sensory rest um, yeah i think the electronics it goes without saying but i actually immediately pictured myself um lying on my couch mm-hmm. in the corner of my couch in the, the one end of my room that is it's kind of like almost hidden from view mm. with a blanket and uh with my eyes covered with an eye patch i don't use right, like light, light. just completely closing <sighs> yeah. off all of the input mm-hmm. um areas that are normally firing all the time
1: yeah light right darken yeah. the room is a way to reduce sensory <laughs> input yeah so let's yep. see so far you're advocating or <laughs> naps and jammy pants. Exactly. In the dark right. room. Got it. Exactly. See where this is going. <laughs> All right, next, creative rest. Oh. What do you think that means?
0: Like I went right well, to
1: I yeah, think go ahead. So, I think mental rest and creative rest are are, are pretty similar? close to each other. Mm. Um, in my for me, when I'm creating something, yeah there is uh there's like uh two states for me when Mm. when i'm creating something one is like pushing a boulder up a hill yeah and it's super hard nothing's working you're just you're you're problem solving constantly and it is yeah it is a lot of energy yeah and then sometimes it flips into the flow where everything is happening super easily no resistance and everything's just going but whether but both sides of that coin take a lot of energy mm-hmm. so even yeah. though when you're in the flow and it might feel good after you will yeah. you will you will understand that you are like depleted <laughs> oh I or yeah know. you might I know. not recognize you're depleted but you will be depleted if you've been oh, pushing yeah. the boulder the whole time You're probably Mm -hmm. a little bit more aware that you have to play. Well, I
0: just even think about in my work. You know, there's, I do like strategic planning and stuff with companies, and uh, I do work on with visions. You know, like having companies create their visions or Mm -hmm. you know recommit to a vision that may be a little different or or what the values of the organization or values of a team of people are, which is all creative work. Yep. Because you have to really step outside of the the black and white. Box of things and be brainstorming, mm-hmm. and um, the human brain uh, doesn't really like to do that because there's no boundary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think it is can be very very exhausting for people. Um, when I hold two day sessions, the first day is all about creativity, and the second day is all about getting it done. Mm-hmm. People are exhausted after that first day. It's because they it's they're not used to thinking like that. So I think there is a huge amount of energy that is used in the creative endeavor, particularly if you don't do it very often. I think sometimes mm-hmm. you, you, I think it's important that you do give yourself a break from feeling like you have to constantly create something new or be different, or I don't know. I, yep. I think, um, I, I do think it takes a lot more energy to be creative than people recognize.
1: Yep. The most, the, the most tiring days i have at work are the ones that are around Mm. strategic planning thinking outside the box dreaming Mm -hmm. of the future like these very very new initiatives
0: strategies
1: yeah activities
0: totally yep so needing creative rest that's really interesting
1: and you can do that you can do that by a recognizing when you're in a creative mode that's the first step Mm -hmm. and then just going back to doing something else that's like much more routine, mm-hmm. much easier, right? Just uh, yeah. it's kind of like a muscle memory thing. Go back into yeah. muscle memory mode.
0: Yeah. I think, too, the thing with the creative energy is you have to be in the spirit of it. I don't think you can force that. Mm. I'm always fond of telling someone, okay, we're talking about this. I'm asking you to come up with new examples and you're having a hard time, but here's when they're going to happen. Mm-hmm. When you leave here and you're going to pump gas in your car. Yeah. It's going to hit you oh, yeah. five new ideas that you yep. never thought of because your mind can relax a little bit and then it starts to fire, yep. right? Yep. So I think just being mindful, <laughs> no pun intended.
1: <laughs> shower ideas. I always get yeah, ideas. Shower, shower d- ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next, emotional rest.
0: Yeah. I think we talk a lot about emotional rest, don't you?
1: I think I think we do, but I like I like thinking about it very specifically.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: right so what like Mm -hmm. what does emotional rest mean to you yeah
0: i what came up for me with emotional rest is i feel like a lot of times when we're in relation with people and something's bothering us or we're trying to push something that's not quite ready yet Mm -hmm. or we feel obligated or we have these heavy emotions that are harder for us like more reactive heavy emotions um a lot of times people, instead of just letting them be and actually resting and mm-hmm. walking away from them for a little bit, we try to force them too much. And then I think it's, har- it's even harder. I think like um, we feel more and more exhaustion, emotionally mm-hmm. exhausted because we're trying to force something that's just not quite there. So I feel like emotional rest simply means letting go. Mm-hmm. Letting go of strong emotional expectation of self and of others mm-hmm. around you even for a little while yeah you know that's hard i that's like i have this friend i have (laughs) this friend i know it really is um and i love this he used to be super argumentative Mm -hmm. like he just had to win every battle you know everything was an emotional fight for him and um and he changed his paradigm completely to say anytime he caught himself getting emotionally amped up about something Mm -hmm. he would say to the person I love you in this relationship more than I love this argument. Mm. I love you more than I care about being right. Mm-hmm. And that is in the moment, giving yourself emotional rest. In yeah. my
1: opinion, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, w- what I think about that is you know, there's there's times in our lives where we might go through like a a big event, right? The loss of a yeah. parent or oh, yeah. something like that, oh, right? Where yeah. we're we're mm-hmm. we're in a very emotional yeah. state in a lot of different ways for an extended period of time and then just recognizing like hey this was very emotional like three weeks and yeah. i'm just gonna go check out for a while yeah is, yeah. is totally so okay important. and making sure you're giving yourself space to to, to recover like yeah for for folks like even at work like if they've had to go through like an event mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. um i always say okay um don't come back to work right away please like take another mm-hmm. couple days beyond sort of your like required engagement and you know whatever that is to right for yourself right Mm -hmm. it's okay to take that time for yourself um to recover emotionally
0: yeah i agree
1: all right next we gotta keep trucking yeah we got two more social rest
0: Mm mm-hmm
1: As an introvert, I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm in this state all the time.
0: (laughs) I'm going to have a t-shirt. Did you just make a t-shirt in your mind? New t-shirt coming out tomorrow, self-awareness journey. (laughs) I feel like this is one that we've all been practicing a lot of in the last few years is is social Mm. rest. And I actually think that right now, everybody's trying to figure out how to jump back in to what was quote the norm pre-pandemic and all of that kind of business i think this is a really interesting topic right now finding that balance between resting Mm -hmm. um what what that impact how much energy it takes you to be social Mm -hmm. to be out and about to be at work full time to be happy hours dinners yep team events like
1: yeah, that it is the, there's a couple of questions. Has it changed I mean obviously it's changed through the, mm-hmm. the COVID period. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and and even even if people yeah, I would not say like were less social. I think in some ways during COVID people were able to be a bit even more social, but the method changed.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. <clears throat> um Yeah.
1: And hmm. Yeah, you know, but uh, for me, as you know, again as an introvert, like I had to learn years ago that that it took a lot of energy for me to be in these social situations, and I needed recovery time. Yes, or else yeah. I became miserable. hmm Um, so just recognizing maybe a little bit of your own natural wiring. Yeah. Right, and then I understand yeah, it absolutely. And then even when I talk with with Amber who who generally is an extrovert and find, gets energy from being around people. Um, mm-hmm. she's talked about how as she's gotten older, mm-hmm. she gets she's finding herself becoming a bit more maybe on the introvert or more like hey, I I actually yep. does take a bit more energy for me to be in social situations than it did when I was younger.
0: I actually feel the same way. I actually feel the same way as I, if I have too much social interaction, especially because my job is very social, mm-hmm. which I very much enjoy. However, on the weekends, mm-hmm. I don't want a constant social calendar. Yeah. I, I, I can't possibly manage a high social calendar. Yeah. Like, so I you do need, need that need recovery
1: time just because mm-hmm. of your job. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. that's, that's interesting just to recognize that, that everyone mm-hmm. kind of takes a little inventory of how much energy yeah. those yeah. interactions take. Yeah, whether you're introverted sure. or extroverted.
0: Right. Exactly. Yep.
1: All right, last one. Spiritual yep. rest. Oh. That's an interesting one. I, I know. That was the one I, where I didn't I, wasn't I was like, expecting that, that one. What does that mean?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um well, I would take a I could take a shot at this because I'm somebody who's constantly working on myself. Mhm. And I really, really, really focus on working on myself spiritually too. Um, and not religiously, but mm-hmm. spiritually. I'm constantly trying to understand things in a different way, feel my way into a deeper connection with myself mm-hmm. and with source. Like I'm constantly doing that. and I, And it's sort of like, it's not just a hobby, it's a habit. Mm-hmm. It's not just a habit, it's a really necessary thing for me. But you know what, sometimes I'm just too tired. Mm. I'm too tired for self self Mm self-exploration and and that deep connection. I'm too exhausted Mm -hmm. for it. And then sometimes if I don't honor that, I feel guilty about it. Mm. I feel guilty if I'm not, you know, you haven't been practicing this or you Mm -hmm. haven't been doing that or what have you. And then I find myself rather than just letting my foot off the gas, I end up making myself be
1: wrong Mm. about it. I feel bad for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, so I think, and that which takes a lot of energy. So I think that that must, to me, that's how I interpret that, and that mm-hmm. that might not be how others do, which is absolutely fine.
1: It made me think, like, uh, if I read like Eckhart Tolle book in mm-hmm. some very oh, deep, uh, like, mm-hmm. th- I cannot. I read need a him. break. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly, <laughs> I cannot read that guy at all. Yeah.
1: Well. Yeah. The so in that in this with this idea mm-hmm. um yeah what i think is interesting to think about is like so if you talk about spiritual rest you're kind of talking about like uh self-development right and i think in mm-hmm. in the spiritual realm self, it's rel- like
0: core self yeah, if yeah. It,
1: you know if, if it's religious or whatever it's just most of that stuff is self pers- like personal development it's working on yourself it's Mm -hmm. all that all that stuff um the question is is that a marathon or like can you run can you do that at a constant Mm -hmm. speed for weeks months years decades on end without without taking a break on it and taking a break on it doesn't mean you don't believe it anymore you don't want to do it anymore it just means that no one can run forever
0: Right. <laughs> right yeah yeah exa- not even Forrest Gump
1: <laughs> right no one can run forever so if you're if you're constantly running and you have the yeah. expectation that you can just keep running forever without mm-hmm. a break that's unrealistic so this idea that yeah. things that are very dear to us and mm-hmm. core to us that we mm-hmm. take a break from it for a little bit and yeah. then resume it again yeah. you know in, in a day in a week in a month. Yeah. Uh, is is totally reasonable, right? That's a very you know, logical reasonable approach to to it is. self-development and yeah, my experience is that those breaks actually strengthen mm-hmm. totally what you're yeah. working on. It gives you yes. perspective, it gives you time to recover and when you come mm-hmm. back to it Mm -hmm. it's better it's stronger it's
0: almost like i agree i agree i always say when you take your foot off the gas and you're kind of in and it feels like you're in a dark tunnel and you can't see where you're heading you don't know what's going on Mm -hmm. you feel confused you don't know what to do next and then you come out of the other side of that tunnel and it's just like wow you've just Mm -hmm. traveled so far and you're in a completely different perspective hey you know what i had an epiphany as we were doing this list (laughs) i did okay i've had a huge epiphany i even have it written on my little notepad epiphany with an explanation point when you look at this list of seven ways to rest Mm -hmm. so you said we said the list said physical mental sensory Mm -hmm. creative emotional social and spiritual Mm -hmm. my epiphany was how many times have i used the exact same rest technique for all these different areas that I needed to have a different way of resting Mm. and tried to force. So like for example, needing a creative or an emotional rest, Mm -hmm. how often did I just think I'm gonna sit down and give my body a rest? Mm. And that will take care of Mm -hmm. these other things. How many times um, through just even maybe lack of awareness or being willing to just be with myself in the moment, have I actually been able to identify something a little more clearly and be able to support myself differently, which I feel like this list gives me Mm -hmm. that opportunity to do. Mm -hmm. So I'd be way more intentional about what actually needs resting.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like it. This is great. Yeah, so there you go. (laughs) Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well.
0: Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey, and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.